Test, mic test, mic test. test, one, two, three, test. Testing, how does it sound when we're talking over each other? Test, one, uh, two, three. Uh, oh my god. Right, that's a good level. <laughs> it's not quite peaking. Yeah, I haven't screamed yet, so. Alright, <laughs> should we do a little ASMR, ASMR intro? Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to Bold of You to Say. My name is Alex. I'm your host today. We have a special guest in the studio. <laughs> we got Scotty Bruce, TC Zone. Uh, I'd say top three comedians. Top three. Top three. Um, I don't know who the other two are, but he's in the top three. Uh, Jared's in the studio with us. Hi. Gavin couldn't make it. He has college stuff going on. That last time he was on, he just kind of just evaporated halfway through. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people would call it connectivity issues. Nah, he got, like, fucking disintegrated. Yeah, he got War of the World style disintegrated last episode. Someone Thanos so snapped could, him. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was, like, a youth term for, like, getting high or, like... <laughs> no! <laughs> Man, disintegrated. I can't... Like, what the hell kind of podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this I'm straight disintegrated. I mean, got War of the Worlds on that shit. <laughs> So they're doing out in Benzie, everyone. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's very, that's very true. I tell everyone you. Everyone does get disintegrated out here. It's the only thing to do. The my, nearest theater is like five miles away, and it's a treacherous drive full of, like, bears. You can hit a deer at any moment. It, it I mean, like, you're not wrong. You can hit a bear, too. Like, uh, I was, oh, I didn't tell you that, yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, I was driving with Donovan. Uh, we went to like a beach, and then we came back through. Uh, he almost hit a brown bear. <laughs> Just ran in front of us. It's a good thing you didn't, because that would have been a little racist. I would have Jeez. died, Alex. <laughs> Those things are huge. Died. It was a tiny one? No, it was big. It was oh, like, a big one? Okay. It's like he ran across, and he was like a couple feet in front of us, and he still just filled up the whole window. He just chilled out, because that's where bears go. It's, ben, it's Benzonia. What's the difference yeah. between Benzi and Benzonia? Because this is Bro Benzi. So, Benzonia that's... is like a district or something in Benzie. Benzie yeah. County. It's Benzie like County, but there's like Beulah, ben, and then yeah. there's Benzonia, and there's one other that I don't Frankfurt remember. Frankfurt is like technically part of Benzie, but it's like... Yeah, they want to alienate treat it as a separate thing. Okay. They're like the snooty, better-than-you kind right. of people. It's just because they've got a duck. So it's, so Benzonia is a town, then? Benzonia is a town. Benzie yes. County. Okay, so it, Benzonia... I wouldn't say it's a town. It's more like a strip. It's a... It, like the way it's set on up paper, is it's, it's a town. On paper, it's a town. The gas station. I saw that. Yeah. Is there more? There's two grocery yeah, stores. Yeah. There's like um, grocery grocery store. Store. okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. There's all of the businesses on one strip, and then around it's just a bunch of houses. Okay. Just is dotted. That, is that towards Frankfurt or away from Frankfurt? Um, where we're at, because I don't think I passed through. So that. away from Frankfurt. Frankfurt is going that way. Right. Yeah. It's so just along US 31. East. Right, okay. Like, it's just, if you go down US 31 towards Manistee, you okay. probably see, like, all the buildings and stuff. And Zonia. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check that out. It's by uh, where Wesco is. Like, there's, uh, between here and Wesco. What is Wesco? It's a gas station. Okay. Which is, with the subway attached to it? No? Uh, no, no that's, that's Stapleton. Stapleton. That's Wesco, Stapleton's classic. Wesco is a big <laughs> gas station that makes donuts. Oh, nice, okay. They got, like, a big sign outside and everything, so when you see it, you'll, you'll know. Nice. 
should give them to send you some coin for mentioning them on your podcast. I used to work for them, so I don't think they're going to be happy. Oh, really? That. That's fine. I, uh, I left in the middle of a rough time because I wanted to go and uh, do more cooking stuff and not deal with the overnight with drunks and crap like that. Because, you know, that's that's fun. So, uh... He's now a lunch yeah. lady at my school. Oh, nice. Okay. It's, okay, it's so much better doing work in the morning and not, you know, when everyone else is asleep. It's good. So West goes open 24 hours? 24-7, yeah. 24-7. Yeah, Hello? Hello? Someone out there? See who's there. Come on in, neighbor. Who's here? Hello, hey. You open up some sweets for the race. This works out. Uh, this is a different thing. Oh, my oh, she might be uh, next door, yeah, actually. There, there is someone in this building right next door, actually. <laughs> um, and so she's, that's probably where you're going to want to be. She's having a different Oh, really? Okay, yeah. sorry about oh. that. Oh, man. The race. Oh, the race. The mask. We should have said it was us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we probably not edited, be able to Did this uh, get edited? I, yeah, a little bit. I meticulously edit okay. each episode. Okay. So How anything, long is each episode? I did absolutely um, research for it. I just uploaded the second episode of this run of the show, and it's about an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. And then we have, the like, an extended one. Okay. And that's just, like, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped doing extended versions. I oh, started out as a class assignment, and it had to be, like, a half-hour thing. Okay. So I started doing, like, the half-hour version and then the extended version. Okay. Now I'm just doing, like, uh, like an hour long or however long. I thought the, the three class. hours I was here last time was all just one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of content gone now. So, Scotty Bruce, I gotta know, is that your real name? Is that your real first and last name? It is, yeah. My mom named me. Scotty, uh, C-O-T-T-Y, just kind of a white trashist name, like, I don't know why, like, but, so she would stick with Scotty, she'll correct you all day long, and I have two middle names, so I have Andrew and Lee, so you have Scotty, Andrew, Lee, Bruce, it's like the most hillbilly name, um, but they say never trust a guy with two first names, I have four first names, <laughs> they cancel each other out, and you can double trust me, basically, so... That's good. How many does Dumbledore have? Do they cancel out? Uh, Elvis, Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. Oh, that's five. It doesn't cancel Brian, out. Because Dumbledore's a wizard. Yeah. One of his middle names is Brian. One of his middle names is Brian. Jesus. Why? Because <laughs> his parents are sensible. Hold on. His name is Albus, though. Albus? Yep. That sounds kind of foul. I feel Albus. like anybody knows the Albus. Albus, I got an Albus going on. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like his Isn't name is like... just in the wrong order. I should probably get that checked out. Yeah, I know. I got, a, I got an Albus on my Dumbledore. I'm gonna spray oh Albus. My little Dumbledore's got an Albus. <laughs> oh, Brian. Right. Sorry. Go on. So, Jared, you, you had a topic that you wanted to discuss. Did I? You were talking I'm about so, in, oh yeah, in the Star Wars. That's right. So, uh, we talk about Star Wars a lot here, and I just want to say, uh, don't ever watch those movies in chronological order, like this, the prequels first and stuff, because it's not good. Uh, I saw someone do like a little experiment, one of their friends who'd never seen them before, where they sat them down and showed them every single movie in chronological order. And uh, it shows like all of the problems with it, because like, you see the, the three worst movies first... So that kind of turns you off the whole thing. Right. And then you get the uh, 
the two like side story prequel ones, like Solo first, which also wasn't really that good, but it's better than the uh, prequels, but still not good. So it's slowly getting better. Then you get Rogue One, which is pretty good. Uh, it has a scene in it where Darth Vader, you know, murders everyone in oh, the yeah. hallway and is like over the top badass. And then you get in the new hope where all Darth Vader does is stand around with his arms crossed. Yeah, see the first so... the first mistake the first mistake that that person made there was showing someone Star Wars. Cause unless you've grown up with it, you don't get it. Yeah, no. Like you gotta watch the the, uh... the lightsaber fights go way down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Hope is so dry. Comp- yeah, it's the very first film, too, so they're trying to establish all this stuff. So it's like, here's a new hope. Here's this character that we mentioned and shown a lot of in between movies. Now's your introduction to him. He's the bad guy. See, that's why I think the proper viewing order is 4, 5, 2, 3, 6. No. <laughs> what is what? wrong I'm gonna with you? i let you digest that for a second. Hold on. Why 6 at the end? Of it. Okay, I I didn't come up with this. One I saw it on there. Okay. Yeah. So okay. this viewing order just completely scraps the Phantom Menace. I can understand. We can pretend that. it never existed. Because like the Phantom Menace, besides introducing Kid Anakin into like the Jedi, is like kind of useless. Because the second movie just introduces him off the back. It's yeah. like, oh, here he is as a Jedi Knight now. Like, there's no growth to it. He's just, oh, no, I mean, I'm, even a, now the I'm a third Jedi. Movie introduces him. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, it, like, like if you had never seen the other prequels and you just started with Episode Three, you'd get like, oh, this is Anakin Skywalker. He's reckless. He has a dark side to him. Yeah. So, but like, then you won't get like intros to some of the bad guys. I think it's important to go back to the child of it, though, because that was a child who was taken away from his mom. And that's a, a lot point. of, and that the fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Like that line is fucking universal. First of all, I think I mean, you can you can talk about like the climate that exists today, but like you, you see him as a as a kid, and that that seed is almost planted because at the yeah at the end of the day, like he 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 went forward into this unknown, was taken from his mom, and just and just. It's kind of like the fear portion. Yeah, you go, I think I, did I see this somewhere? It's like episode one is fear, episode two is anger, episode three is hate, and then Darth Vader is suffering, basically. So, like, I think I I saw that somewhere. (laughs) I I wish I could, that was an original thought, but I don't think it was. See, that's why I like the Vader comedy. Here's the thing. If you ever think of Star Wars on, like, a philosophical level, it will never be a unique thought, because that movie has had so many goddamn takes on it. I have seen so many, like, this is supposed to be this kind of thing. Like, the amount of theories for that could be made into an entirely separate movie. It's insane. Did just like, like that, a one guy sitting there just reading them off. Did you know that Luke's green lightsaber in episode 6 symbolizes that they couldn't use a blue lightsaber against a blue background? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, okay, so another thing I want to talk about is like, you know how Lucas adds like random shit into the movies for the special editions? That's you know, what I How many like uh, cut deleted scenes and shit like that? Should have been in the movies just for like filler that he could have done instead of the shit he did do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> all right, that's my bed. Kill my ringer. 
But like, uh, for example, you know, uh, uh, Biggs, the guy that Luke's friends with, like you meet at the uh, near the end of the first. Oh yeah, movie. And you see him at Tashi Station picking up power converters. No, there's more to it. Like he actually, there's a scene where um, uh, him and a group of friends are like trying to like dare each other to do something stupid. I forget what it was, but you know, kid things. Right. And, uh, yeah, so he's there with a whole bunch of people, and Biggs is there, too, and then him and Biggs go to the, the station to pick up the shit. And those two scenes aren't even in the movie, despite having a character they introduce in, like, a reunion scene where it's like, oh, Biggs, I haven't seen you in forever. Right. Yeah, I have, um, like, I have oh. seen that. But it just kind of detracts from the plot. Because, well, like, for yeah. no reason... It picks up at Tashi Station when he's picking up the power. I mean, that's why it's like you put it in the beginning, but then they want like the beginning to be this. It should be. I agree with that part. But like, you could have put it like in the beginning. Like the plan was to have that be like his introduction, and then they changed it because they wanted to have the spaceships. But which is in fair to be fair, way better beginning because that scene is like good. Like that's everything's parried it at some point now. Let me just defend my uh, episode order, though. Oh, right. So, <laughs> oh my god, four and five. <laughs> All right, I forgot. I'm that, sorry. That sets up like the main thing. Like, you get Luke Skywalker, you get Obi Wan, you get Darth Vader, and then at the end of episode five, it leaves off on a cliffhanger. Luke just found out about Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader being the same person, and you know you, know, you don't know what's going to happen next. And then you pick up with episodes two and three as like a flashback. Okay, okay. I can see that. Yeah. I get so it. this is like the midpoint in the in the anime season. To be honest, so that's a very weird way of telling a story. Anyway, though, just we'll leave it on a cliffhanger. But here's a flashback to the past. Well, you could almost like because I think the last scene in Empire is like the they zoom out from the ship like in the fleet, right? And yeah, like, like, it's, and he's like looking out the window, right? And he's like almost like. The thought trails right off into like episodes two or three. Episodes I two guess. and three is just a thought bubble. What is two open with? Uh, it opens with uh, a terrorist attack. Yeah. Uh, one of the little Naboo ships explodes and they kill the uh, the doppelganger chick from it the first movie. It opens with Pearl Harbor, oh, right? Yeah. It opens with D Day. Gooding Jr. just hanging out, manning a gun. Oh. We're getting divorced. Um. Sorry. Uh, I was thinking Pearl Harbor the movie. Yeah. Um, that movie was kind of weird when you look back on it. Like, you compare, like, the actual events to the movie, it's like, oh. Wow. They didn't attack the, the town at all. Yeah. So... I want. I wanted to bring this up on the podcast. I did bring this up. I, at, I got quiet there because I was like, I just took it from Star Wars to Pearl Harbor, and yeah. I wanted to say, I was like, I didn't. That happens. We have a moment of silence I, for this tragedy I, 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 that I happened know, eighty change. years ago. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah I mean, they just. Uh, they just uh, named an aircraft carrier for uh, Cooper Gooding Jr. The guy that Cooper Gooding Jr. played. They should know, name one Cooper Gooding Jr. Alright, what were you saying? So, I brought this up at the Open Mic Tuesday night, but I ran some calculations, um, and Jeff Bezos, all this. with this. all of his <laughs> okay. money, He's done with his... Okay, you want to rant about it the last time? <laughs> yeah. So, Jeff Bezos, with his net worth, which, his money after expenses, so not even his income, with his net worth, oh. could buy, uh, like, 
739.8 billion Slim Jims. You have it saved in your phone. I have it saved in my phone. Okay. All right. So $126.8 billion is a lot to wrap your head around. So I ra- so I converted it into an easier-to-understand currency. Slim Jims. Slim Jims. They're about six for a dollar. So that means that Jeff Bezos could buy 754.8 billion Slim Jims. And keep in mind, he would still have a billion dollars left over after this purchase. Didn't you also calculate the lethal dose for Slim Jims? I did. It is 539, 142, 857.1 times the lethal dosage of Slim Jims for a human. So that means that Jeff Bezos (laughs) has enough money to buy enough Slim Jims to wipe out Roughly 75% of Europe's population. Jesus Christ. So, I submit this to you. Jeff Bezos is more dangerous than Hitler. Not even because Hitler, of Slim Jim. Not even Hitler could wipe out 75% of Europe's population. He's more dangerous than Hitler because of floor, Slim Jim. The floor is open to thoughts. Quick time out. Yeah, so how did we calculate the lethal dose of Slim Jims? How do we know what the lethal Slim Jim dose is? I googled, he googled it, it, and it's 1,400 <laughs> Slim Jims. Someone <laughs> already did the, the number. Lethal dose. That's the lethal dosage and, of Slim Jims. Like, like Theoretically, eat, that's the number that you could eat. Eating it like one time, or like over like a one year period. I like, think it's all at once. All at once, okay. <laughs> Just so there's this. We like, sit the guy down and tell him to eat a bunch of Slim Jims, and that's the number that will probably kill him. Yeah, there's a num- there's a uh, chemical in Slim Jims that if you have enough of it, if you have 1,400 Slim Jims worth of this chemical, you'll die of botulism. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Okay. He told me that also. I forgot a lot of the things you told me. So if we just that rant. if we just taxed Jeff Bezos 748 billion Slim Jims, he would still have a billion dollars left over. We could then convert the Slim Jims back into U.S. dollars, but I'm saying that that many Slim Jims could feed an entire nation. (laughs) It could feed the world. And that is my (laughs) argument for taxing the rich. Slim Jims. Don't, yeah, please don't make that argument in public. (laughs) (laughs) That's my argument for taxing the rich. Well, this guy and anyone he's associated with is stupid. No, it's uh, a good bit. I like that bit for sure. Oh. It's a deep, it's a deep thinker too, and it killed. I think on Tuesday. I think yeah. I think people really seen that it was a deep, the deep dive. Hold on, you so, you brought that up to a public audience oh, too. Yes. Totally I went into it. the town square and I was like, "Hear ye, hear ye!" Oh my god, seven hundred and forty-eight billion Slim Jims. <sighs> Goddamn Slim Jims. I mean, it wasn't necessarily like the town square. I mean, it was oh, right, or, or it's right, at least right. five uh, people. I was say, am I gonna, like, do yeah? Do people know that where you go Tuesday nights? They know. They don't yeah. show up. Okay. Yeah, he's told I, me to show up I, several I times. Don't, I don't know if I just... blow your cover that you're that you're a comedian <laughs> by night. Yeah. No. no now his no. nightlife is very. Everyone knows, but telling people you're going to West Coast. You know? Every, everyone's like, "Oh my God, you should tell me when you're going to be going and tell me where it is, and I'll totally go and watch you." I'm that. Person. And so I tell them exactly what time and what place. 
Oh, I can't. It was 45 minutes. So that's how you got me then, because you weren't like, hey, I do this podcast out of Benzonia. You're like, hey, do you want to record this podcast with me? I was like, sure. And you're like, great, it's in Benzonia. That's and I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's what you got to do. You got to get the commitment before you tell people where it is. Now, that's the thing, though. See, He's done with that with that live me. In Travers. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. done that same thing with me before, and I still don't show up. Okay. I will say yes. But my yes is another person's no. I mean, so even if you like you agreed to go, <laughs> you've got forty five minutes to change your mind to be like, exactly. why am I doing this? Like you're you're just you need to support your friends. Your emotional bank account gets drained. It's the, like the more I time. could go to one of your shows, Alex, or I could stay home and make a crock pot of chili. Um, one of those is infinitely more enjoyable because it's chili. To be honest, it's a tough choice for me too. <laughs> <laughs> It's Haley. Haley, you're on the podcast. Yay! Um, I just got done doing the Valentine Grams. Cool. Do you want me to go to Robenzi or what? Sure, you can. Okay. I'm really tired, but... There's a couch bed thing. Since it's Valentine's Day. Aw. Bleh. Alright, be there in a second. Alright, see ya. Love you. Love Bye. you too. I'm a total Scrooge when it comes to Valentine's Day. I don't like the holiday. I think Jared's asexual, but he I assists, am not! Oh my god! He's not. Some kind of man who can find your place and yourself. I'll find my place in society. Maybe <laughs> if that person's you, it's okay. For the longest time, he joked about how he lost his virginity to a Roomba, and I could not tell if he was joking. A Roomba? I don't even know. Is that the self-driving vacuum? See, so he had to pin it down. Good lord. That is predatory behavior right there. Some weird, like, 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 this is like hunting a a Roomba in your house. Oh. Oh. And does it? Does a Roomba have a Roomba? Doesn't have like a suction attachment. It's no, it does not. It's just all bristles. So did you have to like carve something into it? All bristles. Did you just brute force is a wonderful thing, Alex? You got a broomski from the from from the Roomba. A little little bristle tickle. Bristle tickle. I uh, I decline to state. <laughs> oh no! That joke went on though for I think a better portion of a year though. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what was it? Jake had his boyfriend and stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've lost my virginity." And then everyone else said that, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna throw him for a goddamn loop." <laughs> so I told them I was half a virgin, and never explained what that meant. <laughs> This was one of the antics going on in the CTC bus. Not just the bus. We the, that started in history uh, class. Yeah, you know that that forty minute drive <laughs> to to hear from Travers. Uh, last we, uh, year, Jared and I both go to. Well, he went. I go to yeah. the Career Tech Center up okay. in Travers. So that's like a forty minute bus ride each way every day. So a lot of things like that come up. Yeah, we had a bus drive us up. Okay. Cat like didn't really care what we said as long as we weren't, you know, 
disruptive. Right. We practiced alchemy. Oh, yeah. That's when you right. have 80 minutes of bus ride each day. Uh, you run out of things to do, so you have to invent your own fun. A uh, bunch of kids. One of them is a friend of mine who now makes moonshine. I will not state his name. However, he does make moonshine now. Uh, decided it would be funny if they just started mixing like a bunch of energy drinks and sodas. So they made this ungodly concoction that hurts when you drink it. Oh, wow. You, you <laughs> feel it going down your esophagus. It's so fizzy and caffeinated. I don't think I slept that night. I only had a sip of it. It was horrible. <laughs> but then they just kept adding to it until they made, like, this horrible sludge. It was sludge. like drinking lye. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, lord. Uh, it put hair on your chest. Yeah. It'll put hair on your esophagus. Yeah. For last I heard about it, they're still adding to it. Uh, they only recently got rid of it, because it's old. Really? Yeah. But, uh... The last I heard what they did to it is they made it alcoholic and added a whole lot of other horrible things to it. This is actually the alchemy that they used in Star Wars to bring back the Emperor. Oh my god. They used the same same concoction. Code Red. They didn't use Code Red. They used the uh, the Gamer Fuel stuff in the stores. We have a friend that drinks this stuff like as his only drink. And the way he describes it is, it's a good taste, but then it kills you afterwards. <laughs> like, uh, you ever play Minecraft? I have not, no. Okay, never mind. I can't use that analogy. That's the one Ryan uses all the time, is the Minecraft analogy. What's the analogy? Uh, it's basically, okay, you, you know the Wither from Minecraft, Alex? Yes. He says it's like that. I don't understand. <laughs> it... I drank it once, and he's not wrong, and I can't explain the effect. <laughs> However, I would not recommend those Mountain Dews. They do taste good, however, but they they have a horrible uh, effect on you afterwards. <laughs> it is not a nice feeling. So It's like if you were to inject just straight sugar into your blood vein. And it's like, ah, oh, I'm feeling good. And the next thing you know, you realize, oh my god, what have I done? And I, then it hurts. I wonder so. how chemically similar oh. that would be to White Claw. I don't know. Because it, it sounds like they would be roughly the same thing. I tell you, though. I think that's how White Claw was invented. <laughs> they just got that, put alcohol on it. Oh, it's good. <laughs> put it on the shelves. Oh. So, uh, Scotty, well, we got you here. We're not used to having guests on the show. Okay. Um, well, I mean, not in person. They're usually on a call. <laughs> yeah, and it's usually just Gavin. I could have called in. God damn it. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell him that. <laughs> I thought you decided to come in. I didn't feel like walking another person through Discord. <laughs> wow. It's hard enough teaching Gavin how to use Discord. It's, it's hard enough Star teaching Wars. Gavin how to use Discord, <laughs> and sense. he's 19. Okay. So, it's like Skype, but weird. That's all you have to say. There's a lot more uh, furry porn. Oh, um, on yours, maybe. Not on mine. <laughs> not on mine personally, but all the people that I know. Alex, I'm offended to be someone that you know. All I got is gamer chats, man. 
So anyway, uh, while we got you here, we can do a little interview segment. Jared, give us an interview intro song. Uh, do 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 do. Welcome. Welcome to both of you to say the interview segment. So, Scotty Bruce, you're a Traverse City comedian. Um, so, how did you get your start? This in podcast is basically crack. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, so, how how did you uh, get your start in comedy? How did that start for yeah, you? Yeah, it started the same time uh, Jeremy, Matt, and Josh did pretty much. Uh, we all kind of started at the same time. Uh, and uh, just uh, going to an open mic, I actually think the first open mic was we all went to the same one together, not together, just at the same time. It was a uh, Comedy Fest 2014, I want to say. We just went up and we didn't, we didn't really become friends until probably three months. I think we all kind of just sat at our own tables and just kind of eyeballed each other. Course, took it super freaking serious and you just staring at each, each other all doing the death stares. No, I think we were, I think we, we were, we we're at the point where we were, whenever we talked to each other, we were trying to be funny. We were just trying to, like, like, just trying to, like, oh. impress, like, oh, I can be funny, I can be funny too. <laughs> like, oh, that is. It's like a weird kind of like comparison thing. And then we went to Gaylord and uh, performed at a place called the Black Light Lounge, which I don't think is in business anymore, actually. I mean, that sounds and, illegal. Uh, it sounds no. It sounds a little. Uh, sounds like you shouldn't take a black light in there. There were there were oh there were uh, steel. It's like steel paneling on the walls and stuff. And then that that's kind of when we became friends. We kind of relaxed a little bit. So it was well, yeah, you need a friend to survive that place. I yeah, guess. it was actually fun. No, there was a guy that did. Uh, uh, what was his name? Bob. Bob did. Uh, he was like the local owner of the porta potty business. And he was like, I live for shooting days. Oh, we have a hey, hey there, neighbor. Come on in. Oh, it's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bailey's on the podcast now. For you, for those of you just joining us, Scotty was talking about his Bob. start in comedy. Oh, he really? went to a black light lounge where you should not bring a black light. He went with uh, Matt and Jeremy and Josh, you said? Yeah, Josh. It was actually, actually, it, it, I don't think Matt had joined at that point. I think Matt came in right at the tail end of my first hiatus, because at the beginning of my, I think we, I think Matt and I did one show together. It was me, Jeremy West, Josh Paul, um, and yeah, and then Ben Max and Matt, I know, had already been on the scene by the time I came back, and they had done miles, like Matt and Ben had done miles, like they've, they've uh, performed all of those states, so they've got some, some good like, experience under the belt, but it was definitely... Josh, Jeremy, and I feel like probably, obviously, uh, you haven't met Dave Basie yet, have you? I don't think so. He, Dave Basie started uh, Rotten Cherries Open Mic, really? which is what we do on Mondays now. We did it at, an, at a venue right next to the workshop called Inside Out Gallery. And uh, so it was just, yeah, it was just kind of our group. Oh, yeah, John Armin and Cassandra Chase, actually. Cassandra Chase was one of the OG peeps. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I have stories. Um... And so, yeah, the sick, oh man, we sucked. I mean, we, we didn't know we sucked. It was a problem. Like, we didn't know how bad we were. I mean, it was like a lot of just hack bullshit. Just like a lot of, <laughs> and I think, I think that's what you try to do. And it's funny too, to hear people like celebrate a good five minutes, like, oh, and all their friends show up and shit like that. And you know, I mean, you know what it's like to just go out and grind it out. 
So it's definitely interesting. I don't miss those days. And, and again, like, you know, it's not like a, we're touring or anything like that. You know, people would, I think any, any of the comedians that are at Mike's would say that they're still pretty well into their adolescence of their comedy career. Um, but, uh, but definitely just not, yeah, I don't miss the, the highs and the lows. It's kind of like life, I think. You just, you just learn to ride the highs and the lows and just never get too excited or too, Disappointed and just try to keep your sense of humor about things. So, heck yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Sense of humor turns out is a big part of comedy. Uh, so you, <laughs> so you said, wow. that, <laughs> you don't learn that right away. Yeah. Actually, they, they don't teach you that. No one tells you that, right? So you said that you guys all met in like 2014. 2014. So was that when you were starting, or was yeah. that just when you? So, uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, but how old were you? I was, uh, I think I was 28, 27 at the time. Yeah, so I'm 34. I just turned 34. It was February of 2014, so I must have just turned, what's that, math, 28? Yeah, that makes sense. So, holy shit. Actually, like, we're probably approaching, like, the six-year anniversary that Josh and Jeremy and Cassandra and I all met, actually. Because it was that, it was winter. So, winter, do you guys remember Winter Comedy Fest? I feel so, like, I feel kind of... I was so, like, so, so Traverse so. City used to have a winter comedy festival, uh, and they'd have like national artists come in. So like I saw Sinbad, Bob Saget, Tim Tarwin. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones they had. They just had you know, national comics come in, and so part of that was one of the radio stations put on a comedy open mic for locals, and uh, that was the first time we all had done stage time. Basically, had been doing stage time for a while. And uh, so we all we all met. That's so crazy that that's that's why because we had all just decided we wanted to do comedy. We all kind of went at the same time, and then from there, yeah, Dave basically decided he wanted to comedy open mic because I had actually been to music open mics. Uh, you ever do comedy at a music open mic? No, no. That's there's like, there's a music your esophagus. Holy <laughs> fuck! Yeah. There's a open mic that goes on that I've been told about at St Ambrose. Okay, and. That one, like, I'm pretty sure it's more supposed to be, like, a music open mic. Like, that's, like, the type of people that go. There's a lot more musically talented people mm-hmm. here than comedians. I'm the, uh, as far as I know, I'm the uh, one comedian <laughs> in <laughs> Benzie. I am 100% <laughs> of the comedy scene in this county. <laughs> I got a decent like seventy six Instagram followers. I don't know if I should be proud of that or not, but that's how you should you should go and ask him and be like, hey, do you mind if I just tell jokes up here? I mean, I wouldn't do too much of your blue stuff, like any of your dirty stuff, but like this is a (laughs) thing you could do. And just like and and just own it, just be like, you know what, I'm gonna do. I know this is weird, but I'm trying to get stage time. You know, yeah. People seem to it's it's a weird Midwestern thing to be like. This is my first time. I don't know what I'm doing. They like seem to clap extra hard for you. So I feel like if you're like, "Hi, I'm in high school and this is my first time at St. Ambrose," just say like, that. Oh yeah! You Every time you go on stage like, from here on out, just tell them it's your first time. You should. I actually, you should do that. CD, you, you should uh, definitely do that. that would be so much more <laughs> you would. This is my first time here. All the comedians would be like, "Fuck you!" But like, also like. I hope swearing is okay. I think I've dropped like five f bombs. I can promise yeah. you, okay. saying "fuck" is a very okay. prominent cool. part of this okay. podcast. Yeah, sweet. I'll try not to do it when you're taking a sip of your brisk iced tea. Um, oh. it, almost went out, it almost went out your nose. There. Um, for the viewers at home, listeners at home, no, um, 
But uh, you should. You should just like the next three sets. You should just be like, this is my first time on stage. And just see, and just see what happens. That'd be really funny. Someone's gonna throw a tomato at him. See, it was, <laughs> bring a tomato. And it was, and it was, you know, harvested at Grow Benzies. Some Grow Benzie tomatoes. You know, oh, act local. See, even even here, uh, the whole "is my first time" pity party ship has sailed. Because I started out, like, at the school talent shows. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You stand up at a school talent show? My very first time doing stand-up was at the talent show. Yes. Year. What, how, what grade were you in? Uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade. What, do you, do you remember any of your bits that you did? How much time, how much time did you do? One. What was one? It was the think... camo pencil one. No, that was the next year. Oh, what? Oh, camo or camel? There, so camo. there was, like, a camo pencil that I had found that very day. And I brought it up on stage with me, and I was like, I found this camo pencil. And it was a dumb joke, so don't have high expectations. <laughs> no, 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 I'm excited about it. I was like, I, I found this camo pencil, and it's really cool, because now the teachers can't see me writing notes. Like, passing notes. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. That was super funny. Did it land? I guarantee yes! that. That landed and I didn't know. always landed at school oh because no one, like, there's no other us. comedians. Like, I don't know. I'm 100% just, of the comedy yeah. scene in this town. You, no one's expecting it, so they're like, whoa, oh that's so good. You, you need to tell that joke at open mic. <laughs> fucking hilarious. You gotta find the You gotta pencil. do it with a deadpan, like, I got a candy flashback. <laughs> that's so good. Damn it. Nice. <laughs> I don't know any of your other material from that long ago. So anyway, yeah, luckily I did great. Okay. I kind of toot my own horn, but the first time it was on stage, I should not have done well. I should not, because I was one, a kid, and two, it was my very, like, I, all the practice I had done was, like, in front of the mirror, which is shit. I think everyone does well their first time, though. I think that's, I think you almost have, like, a, like, you almost, like, have this weird invincibility cloak around you the first time you go on and do stand up. It's just the weirdest. Thing. Also, it was a, uh, a school talent show. You have to clap. You're not allowed not to. <laughs> yeah, no, but even after they will it, suspend you yeah, if you right. don't. Like, even after if, you, if they didn't clap for you, if they didn't support you. Even like days after, people were like, "Oh my god, are you that kid that did comedy?" And I was like, "This is in Benzie, right?" And now, then, and yeah. then <laughs> the next uh, show we did all was like, that. All it, the first one was in October, and then the next one was that spring at the Rotary Talent Show. Yeah, which and I'm doing. Won, oh, nice! There you he go. won second place, didn't you? I won second place, um, I think it was the first year that I did it, and then the second year, which was last year, uh, I did not place. But the first year, I Oof. got second place, and so I bought myself a hard drive and a PC monitor, <laughs> and that was my first comedy earnings. Wow. In ninth grade? Uh, sophomore year by that time. It would have been sophomore year. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> So what got you into into comedy? Like what what made you want to go up on stage? You know, I mean, like I feel like you dick around with your friends, you make them laugh. You know, you're, <laughs> you're funny in class, or you're funny in the back of the bus, or you're funny in you know you just somewhere along the way you felt a sense of validation from people laughing at you. So you're like, I can do that. Like I I can do this. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I was the funny in the back of the classroom kid. Yeah, not the back of the bus. We had a war with the kids on the back of the bus. Yeah, we don't talk about the people from the back of the bus. It was a brutal year. There was a war. That's about it. So, in the back of the bus, you had like the crackhead side of Benzie, which is like most of Benzie. Are you allowed to say that now? I feel like you know, substance abuse isn't you know isn't has doesn't quite carry the stigma that it used to. Crackhead isn't about addiction. It's about who you are as a person. Okay, right. Okay, so crackhead. The meaning of crackhead. Like you could, you could okay. be sober for twenty years and still be a crackhead. Be a crackhead. Okay. Like LJ, he has crackhead energy. <laughs> LJ, I don't know his LJ, situation, LJ's but he's. LJ's a lot of drugs. I feel like though. LJ, like, <laughs> I just LJ, recently found out know. his real name is John. LJ's probably drunk right now, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I was gonna say I don't know if he's twenty minutes sober, but I know he's he's not. He can't be. So. Um, I just want to know, like, what goes on in his head. I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm just, he's one of those people that you ask look him. at him and you just want to know, like, what they're thinking. I bear, I, well, all I gotta do is ask him. He'll tell you 100% what's going on in his brain without a filter. Huh. He, so LJ is like, so LJ is like the most savage, hard person on stage. However, he's the biggest teddy bear off stage. He's like, can we get that him off? Can we like get him too? Cat. He like, you should, Can we oh get his God. cat? You got LJ on this thing? You, well, first of all, like, be ready, because, like... <laughs> oh, that would be oh, so oh, funny. Holy he's shit, he's yeah. the only person like, that I... He did warn us that if, he, if we ever, like, hung out with him outside of public, then he would corrupt us. So I don't really think that might yeah. be a good idea. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I mean, have him here in the daytime. You might, <laughs> have to pick him up. He's like, oh, you're 18. I'm corrupt. Oh my god, that would I would tune into that. I would that would be amazing. Actually, that should be your next guest. I'm not gonna, I will advocate for that for LJ. We should have him on. Yeah, but he's the That's only right. person that I know that can go up on stage, start off saying, "Oh, what are we what are we gonna talk about tonight?" and then end up killing. Yeah. <laughs> like he can go on stage with no material, just start talking, and <laughs> and it just... you wouldn't even know that he had no material. Talks about. Being poor, having a I'm broke, broke, uh, broke <laughs> ass alimony. <laughs> he's got he's got an amazing in the first bit that I ever heard from LJ, and I, and it was actually during the Joe Jam two years ago. I the, wanted to go to that the, the charity competition. I was like, holy shit! Like it was that's when I because I had been gone for two years, and Joe Jam was my first time back after two years, and like the scene had changed so much. It advanced so much. Like Matt came on, Ben came on, LJ was there. Um, Charlie, a guy named Charlie Settles who's out in Minnesota now. Like they were just doing this crazy, and they were good. They were so good. And LJ has this like five minute bit of like him in prison, and he's like nineteen, and he's getting peer pressure to say the n word. Oh my oh, god! I remember like, this one. I'm not gonna ruin the bit, but it's just like it's like I cried. I was like, and it was not only like I I cried like laugh with laughter, but it was also like oh. Fuck, I like I like it's like when you when you when you see my career is over. Yeah, no, there's like something in like, and I think I think it's probably I don't know maybe you could speak to this, but there's some, like every comedian, especially like if you're going on stage before them or after them or like you can't help but just kind of like compare what you're doing. You're like, oh, I better not fuck this up now. Like he just went on stage and he killed it. Don't suck out the inertia of this fucking room. 
or mm-hmm. like or like you get off stage feeling really good and someone else just comes in and just the laughter that you had is completely eclipsed by the laughter they got and you're like god damn it oh yeah i really <laughs> three minutes <laughs> I, I try not to do that anymore but it's hard not to do lj goes up there slays the room you come up there hey y'all like puns <laughs> How did you guys feel? You could do that. You could pull that off. It's like nice, yeah, especially LJ contrasting because he he'll walk back and forth and he jumps up and down and he's, he's and got he, his yeah. eyes are closed half the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's just asleep. Do we get? What did I see him do? I don't know. Yeah, no, he's a he's got like he he he's got a little bit of like Stevo from Jackass in him sometimes. Like I feel like oh I just saw him like open up a random water bottle on stage one time and take a drink out of it. He had no idea. Like, <laughs> Whose it was? Honestly, I could see him I like, oh eat a whole scorpion, and I would not be phased. Yeah, no. But you'd have to. You'd have well, to would it be alive or cooked? Alive. I mean, you'd, okay. you'd be phased. Okay. But it if it's cooked, no, no. I, I would watch it happen, like... and it would not register because that's just who he is. <laughs> yeah, there he goes again. Like you'd have to. You'd have to point it out to me, really. You'd be like, did he just eat a scorpion? <laughs> I guess you did. Oh, that's going to be fun. Uh, Scotty, you're really good at crowd work, if I do say so myself. Um, like just talking to people in the audience. And I just got to ask, how do you do it? Talk. It's. How do you get. For that one? How do you get, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you how do you go from like how, you got any, we got any couples in the audience tonight like just that done to death thing? How do you go from that to like discovering Gainsley? Oh Gainsley, Gainsley, because <laughs> are you that has not yes Gainsley. Gainsley has not left Dude, my right. head okay, since Google, Google Gainsley right now, and then you the can hop into the conversation. Up whenever I hear Gainsley, is like. Gainswave, party time, excellent. That's awesome. Gainswave. <laughs> Google oh, Gainswave right now. My phone's a little slow because I got a hundred and four tabs open. Yeah, just take your time. Take your time. Um, that part, that particular part, is just about being funny in the room. It's just like you know, like just hanging out and laughing and listening to people and like riffing. I was like, you know, I think. Anytime I try to come up with material, what the hell is this? You got it. You got the game. Read it, it up. Uh, is it the erectile dysfunction thing? It is. Yes. Okay. Wait, what else is there? Wait, read us. Read us the top three results. And we'll uh, it's it. all erectile dysfunction. I had to go through a whole bunch of suggested stuff before I got to it. But, um, Go on. Okay, Gainswave is a safe, comfortable treatment for men to optimize sex performance and to reverse the effects of erectile dysfunction due to poor blood flow. Well, at least we know it's safe and comfortable. Utilizes high-frequency, low-intensity sound waves to improve blood flow. Do you just play music to your dick? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounded That's like when basically you it. What? And you have a Nora Jones. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> It's not covered oh. by Medicaid. It's not covered. <laughs> oh. um, so that's Gainsway. So I wonder what would happen if you like aimed it at other parts of your body. Oh, no. <laughs> Increase the blood flow. And just on your nipple. You just get like a really <laughs> protruding nipple. Like, uh, just walking around, just one out. Like, like, my, what happened, my Gainsway? Ear, my eyes are up here. 
Oh my god. It's not to like freak people out for Halloween, just put it over your eyes, get your eyes all bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, you ever see that video with like uh, Joe Biden was talking and his eye just like exploded on stage? No. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, okay. There's a video, I forget what it was. He was like during an interview or something, and he was talking, and someone asked him a question. And he looks up at them, and his eye just like immediately expl- like just turns red and bloodshot. Oh like he just really? looks up. And just, Is it real? Is it a real video? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. It's crazy. I, I don't know what it was. It's like something with like the blood vessels popped in his eye or something. Yeah. But yeah, he just goes from like normal eyes to all of a sudden he's got like a big red one. It's like, oh my god. Does he acknowledge it or is he. No, he no one does. They just keep going. Weird. Like, everyone in the comments for that video is like, did his eye just explode? What happened? Oh, God. So, I'm sorry to, sorry to cut this short, which is probably what was said after the first circumcision. But I got to get going to work. So, oh. Scotty, it's been great having yeah. you on. It's been really fun. Haley, it's been great having you on. Yeah. Jared, it's been great having you on. I'm on all the time. So. But it's been great. Thank you. Comedy Open Mic, Union Street Station, every Tuesday, 8 o'clock. We're actually doing a uh, comedy competition over the next 10 weeks. A $1,000 grand prize. Oh, so if you want <coughs> And then uh, Rotten Cherries Open Mic at the workshop, first and fourth Monday of the week. We got comedy tonight at Right Brain Brewery, and then again tomorrow night, Saturday. And this won't be out by then, or this this won't be published by then, will it? We, we had, we had comedy February 15th, which was several days ago by now. Uh, at Union Street Station, and uh, the four dudes that I just talked to you about, Matt, Matt, Josh, Jeremy, Matt, Josh, Jeremy, oh, and Ben Max, and Ben Max, yeah, Ben Max, jeez, we're doing a show Friday the 21st at Studio Anatomy, so like the comedy OGs, like the local guys, the local guys are coming together, and we're gonna, we're gonna throw some new material out there that hasn't been covered. Write this down. Alex can't go, but I'm gonna go. Can't go? I, I have band festival. Um, oh, yeah, wait. I gotta go to that with you. Never mind. I won't be there. No, bummer. All right. No. I just bum car rides off people, so I might be there. All right. Will you give me a ride? Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>